Music, Text and Visual Art. I am Dr Janice Lally, the Curator of Academic and Public Programs at the Lawrence Wilson Art Gallery at the University of Western Australia. On Saturday afternoon, on the 17th of April, I hosted an event titled Recreation, Exploring Ekphrasis Through Words and Music. It was inspired by the artworks of Olga Sironis in the exhibition Dislocation, held during the period 27th of February to the 5th of June 2021 at the Lawrence Wilson Art Gallery at the University of Western Australia. The event was created by Caitlin Stone, a student in her third year of study at UWA, and Joshua Adams, a Perth-born singer and multi-award-winning choral composer, and performed by the St George's College Consort. It was introduced by Associate Professor Tanya Dalziel, the Discipline Chair of English and Literary Studies in the School of Humanities at UWA. With Paul Giannone, Professor Dalziel is a co-author of Half the Perfect World, Writers, Dreamers and Drifters on Hydra, 1955-1964, to which was published in 2018. This won the 2019 Prime Minister's Literary Award for non-fiction and is being made into a feature film. Professor Dalziel's most recent book, published last year, is on the Australian author Gail Jones, and she is currently writing a book for Melbourne University Press on the Perth author, author Joan London. It's my real pleasure to say a few words about the piece we're about to hear. A piece that responds to the exhibition around us and which I hope you'll have the chance to see deeply and reflect on. The multidisciplinary, internationally regarded artworks that are on display are by the Perth-based artist Olga Saronis, and they offer us a survey of artistic practice and querying that spans some 30 years. The title of the exhibition is Dislocation, which captures Saronis' abiding and urgent concern. As she notes, experiencing and seeing injustice of how people migrant people, women, children, people in poverty, are treated by others in our democratic system is embedded in my work. I explore the space between the haves and the have-nots and the human desire to belong. This notion of dislocation carries with it a sense of both spatial and existential upset, but at the same time poses a representational challenge. How to imagine such dislocation ethically, politically and aesthetically? Serenus' work offers multiple possibilities. My eye and thinking are caught by the persistent occurrence in this art of the stitch. The stitch not only recalls the long-standing association of sewing and feminine hands, it also brings forth the notion of the suture, which in medical terms is the stitching over of wounds. These specific stitches look to a time when they're no longer needed, when the hurt is healed. By contrast, Saronis' stitches are tellingly permanent and purposefully present. They are not neatly tied and tucked out of sight, as we might expect in a garment, and which has the effect of absenting the labouring bodies that have produced it. Instead, we're asked to attend to these stitches, which are perhaps no more shockingly apparent than in the portrait piece, Alexandra. Layered on a finely sewn textile is a photograph of the artist her eyes both challenging and saddened, her mouth stitched tight. 
It is an image impossible to read, independent of other images we've seen of desperate and defiant refugee protest. At the same time, this image both confirms and critiques a pervasive idea that is held of art, namely that it is silent. In a literal sense, this might be true, but I find it hard to accept that this image or bottomless baby cot stitched with institutional-like blankets are anything but quiet. And this is why I think the piece we're going to hear by Caitlin Stone and Josh Adams and the St George's College Chapel Consort might be thought of as being in conversation with Serenus's works. These artworks are loud and demand a response. A response, rather than an explanation, is what this piece by Caitlin and Josh offers. As such, the performance is ekphrastic. Ekphrasis is, aptly enough, given Serenus's birthplace, a Greek word that was used originally to denote a skill in describing something in vivid detail. When the term was returned to romantic uses in the early 19th century, it came to mean the poetic capacity to powerfully conjure in words a thing that does not actually exist in the material world. As such, ekphrasis also points to the creation or construction of poetry itself. It is a representation of a representation, with John Keats's Ode on a Grecian Urn from 1819, probably the most famous example in this type of ekphrastic poetry. More common today, ekphrasis is used to describe literary depictions of visual works, or the ways in which poetry can turn to art as a departure point for reflection. It can further be understood as an attempt to trick time, art, presumed perhaps erroneously to be still, is taken up as a formal challenge for writing to emulate. In this scenario, language, which otherwise moves through space in accordance with linear time, comes to be miraculously frozen like a painting or a statue. Or, as we'll hear, ekphrasis can lead us to thinking about how literary and indeed sonic responses to art can give each form new emphases and unexpected inflections. Ekphrasis refers us to how art forms, and indeed art forms and life, are mutually implicated and enhancing. It is an idea writ large by the reflective glass surfaces of the photographic series Into the Woods Alone, 2013, which the work of Caitlin and Josh expressly addresses. The ghosts of ourselves that are reflected back to us in and by these images speak to the ekphrastic gesture that is at the heart of the piece we're being presented with. So with those thoughts in play, I would like to introduce both Caitlin and Josh and the consort so that we can move on and listen to what we are here to hear. Caitlin Stone is currently completing the third year of her Bachelor of Arts degree at UWA. She's majoring in both English Literature and German Studies. She's the president of the UWA Winthrop Singers, is involved in theatre performances, and has also sung with St George's College Chapel Choir. Joshua Adams is a Perth-born singer and multi-award winning choral composer. In 2018, he completed his BA with Honours in Music at UWA. Currently, he's the Principal Cantor at St Mary's Cathedral, the Musical Director of the Holy Spirit Choir at the University of Notre Dame, and a Graduate Artist at St George's College. He plans to undertake a master's degree in consort singing at the University of York starting in September. 
Caitlin and Josh have collaborated together on numerous occasions and in choral settings. Which brings me to the St George's College Chapel Consort. The consort was founded in February 2018 by Director of Music Christoph Karras and receives mentorship from vocal specialist Brianna Lewin. The consort is comprised of exceptional musical scholarship students and maintains a rigorous year-round performance schedule of regular services, college events and public outings. Central to the college's culture is a weekly service of Compline performed by the consort exclusively for college students, a beautiful late night candlelit service that offers respite from daily studies. <laughs> 